Welcome to Frequency Matters, the RF and Microwave Update Series. I'm Pat Hindle. I'm here with my guest co-host, Fred Schindler. Now Fred and I go way back into the late 80s. We both worked at the research division at Raytheon. You uh, right. designed the mimics, gas right. mimics, and I made them or helped make them. Right. Yeah. And you were most recently the director of the Corvo Design Center in the Boston area, but right. now you're an independent consultant. So in this episode, we're going to take a look at the June semiconductor and IC-themed issue. The cover story is very interesting, written by Otava, and it takes a look at the impact and capabilities of a new family of SOI-based tunable filter ICs and the impact of the RF design of the phased arrays that go with that. And these offer really advancements in tunability, size, high linearity, and broad bandwidth. And Otava is enabling some of the broadest bandwidth commercial phased arrays we've seen. So it'll be interesting to see how those work out. Yeah, so what did you uh, see in the issue that caught your eye? Uh, so there was some interesting GAN stuff. Uh, one of them was GAN RF switches take the complexity out of high power radio design. That was by Tagori Technology. And the other one was uh, the pitfalls of GAN testing by our friends at, at uh, Roos Instruments. You know, it's interesting to see the, the GAN switch technology. You know, it's technology that's always had a lot of potential, and it's great to see it kind of coming to the fore now. Yeah, I've always been looking at that, you know, for many years and expecting it to have taken off by now. Yeah. So we had some interesting products too. We had a product feature from Menlo Micro. It's an 18 gigahertz SP4T MEM switch. And what's unique about it is it has the um, driver built in and that really simplifies the design since it's pretty high voltage that you need to drive these MEM switches. And we had a couple of tech briefs. One was an input protected LNA from Pasternak and the other was broadband chip attenuators with high power to size ratio. And they're made by Smiths but distributed by RFMW. And we also had a couple of special guests join us for this episode. We had experts from many circuits in the LTCC market. Both Randy Cochran and Aaron Viesman joined us to discuss the LTCC market. So let's take a look at a clip from that now. So Aaron, how are these advancements you're describing coming to bear in terms of the actual devices that you're bringing to the market? Well, that's a great question, Pat, thanks. Um, this all comes down to being able to offer novel filters as surface mount devices with tiny case styles for production friendly costs. That's all what it is. So for instance, the availability of such material systems and simulation models and process improvements as I mentioned previously, naturally open the door for the implementation of novel topologies. And uh, these were intended to deliver required performance at millimeter wave frequencies. Actually, we deployed to the market the first commercially available software integrated wavelength filter, SIW, and our low-pass and high-pass and even band-pass millimeter wave components, which all employ novel distributed filter topologies. We've also released a new subline of LPCC filters, which uh, features more than 100 degrees stop and rejections in, in isolation, as, as I was previously mentioning. And this is really a mini-circuit proprietary technology that it, it is unique in the market. Um, various already released DFHK filters display this feature, for instance. So you can find that complete interview online at videos.microwavejournal.com. So uh, turning to the news, I saw that MediaTek is now in the 5G millimeter wave smartphone market. They just released an SOC that has both the FR1 and FR2 coverage for 5G. Uh, it's very capable. It has three component carrier aggregation for the sub six gigahertz frequencies and four component carrier aggregation for millimeter wave. So it'll be interesting to see how they compete with Qualcomm and right. some of the others. Yeah. 
And then uh, Ericsson had two big announcements. Uh, one, they'll be working with British Telecom to deploy 5G private networks. So 5G private networks are expected to be a fast-growing market, so they're getting a jump on it in the UK with British Telecom. And then they also announced with US Cellular that they'll be deploying their uh, C-band 5G network. And that's expected to be available at the end of next year. So a lot going on in the news. Uh, you're very active in the IEEE. Can you um, maybe tell yeah, us what sure. you're doing in that area? Yeah, so um, you know, I've been active in the MTT Society for a long, long time. Um, so I was president years and years ago, and I'm still on the ADCOM. And then you know, at the IEEE level, I serve on the board. So I'm the uh, director of Division Four. Uh, Division Four is a combination of nine societies and councils, includes MTT and AP and uh, EMC and RFID. Um, so that's that's pretty neat. Uh, I'm the past chair of the of the IEEE conference committee, and I still chair some of their committees. And uh, I'm actually running for the vice president of technical activities. So speaking of the IEEE, the uh, MTTS IMS is coming up in Denver, June 19th through the 24th. I know you ran the 2009 Boston event. You were the general chair. Right. You know what is it like running such a big event like that, and what are you really looking forward yeah, to in Denver? It's, it's a big undertaking, and you know to succeed, you have to have a really strong team. Uh, you were on the steering committee back then, so I'm sure you remember um, all the different work we did. You know, Ron Ginley this year, he's got a strong team too. So um, yeah, I think uh, they're going to pull off a really exciting event. Looking forward to it. Yeah, we're already taking a look at registration, and it seems pretty strong. So I think it's going to be a good event this year. Back into the swing of things. Yeah, you know, uh, I've heard about some other IEEE conferences over the last few weeks, and you know, really good uh, attendance and strong exhibition. So. I am. That's going to be great. Well, thank you so much for joining me today, Fred. I'd like to thank our sponsors. RFMW is a pure play technical distributor of RF and microwave products. And note that they just bought Spantech, so now they have extended coverage in both Portugal and Spain. And our other sponsor is Mini Circuits. They are a global designer, distributor, and manufacturer of RF and microwave products and components and subassemblies. They have over 10,000 active models. You can subscribe to Microwave Journal for free at microwavejournal.com. Thanks for joining us and see you next time on Frequency Matters.